Hello and welcome to the Resilient Leader podcast brought to you by Firestarter Business Solutions, igniting and sustaining your business growth. This podcast series is all about meeting business leaders and finding out about their methods and strategies for dealing with the inevitable ups and downs of being the boss. During this series, we've been meeting lots of different business leaders to discover their strategies for business survival, particularly during the current pandemic crisis. My name is Dave Harris, and today I am very pleased to welcome to the podcast Steve Buick. Steve is the Chief Operating Officer at Dorma Carba EMEA. Following a science degree in the 80s, Steve's career took him into sales and marketing with large corporates such as Blick PLC, Group 4 and the EDM Group before he joined what was then Carba in 2008, rising very quickly to Managing Director of Carba UK by 2010. He's now in charge of a multinational operation at Dormacarba and, as COO for EMEA, is based at their Zurich headquarters in Switzerland. Steve, a very warm welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us all the way from Zurich. Tell me a little bit about Dormacarba and your responsibilities as Chief Operating Officer. Thanks, Dave, and uh, it's it's a pleasure to be uh, talking to you again today. Dormacarba global security industry. We're sort of number two in in the industry, and when I say security, it's about keeping people safe and secure in their premises of, of work and, and where they travel. Um, we're sixteen thousand employees worldwide, of which three and a half thousand of them work in uh, EMEA, and we stretch from the from the tip of uh, South Africa to uh, Iceland and to the to the snowy waste of the east of Russia. Clearly, you've been in leadership one way or another for quite a long time, as I said in the introduction. So tell me about how important you think resilience is in a leader. I think resilience is a, is a key attribute that most leaders or any leader really needs to have in, in, um, in this modern day. And I think if you look at the current crisis that we've had, the COVID-19 crisis, it's challenged us in in, in many ways that um, nobody's planned or prepped for um, in, in, in the past. And I think I think the resilience we, we, we talk about is, is, a, is a mental toughness. It's, um, it's resilience of, you know, of consistency and also being aware that um, in times of stress, people, people can and do behave sometimes differently. So you need to be mindful of that, um, especially when you're dealing across multiple time zones um, uh, with multiple different cultures. Do you think that the resilience strategies and the resilience uh, abilities that are required of a leader now are different because of the worldwide nature of the pandemic or is it or is it just more of the same no, I, mean, I think it's different. I, I think what was very different with this um, crisis, and, and it remains today, is that, that it hit us both on a professional and a personal level. So not only did we have um, challenges in our workplace, you know, keeping our employees safe and safe and secure, we had the same challenges with our families. You know, maybe not being able to see our loved ones as often as we would choose to do, and and being in lockdowns of one type or another in in most um, countries. So I think that was the big difference it was on both the private and the personal level given that and given the 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 importance of of resilience especially now do you think experience and and having been a leader for for a long time is an essential part of that i mean for example if if, if you were a younger leader if you'd come out of you know just come out of university and been put into a leadership position for example do you think that's a tougher ask to have that sort of resilience then I, th- I think it's a it's a tougher ask, but uh, uh, is it tougher for for younger managers if if they've just come straight out of university or they're just in their first management role? I think undoubtedly it is. 
um, because the experience gives you that knowledge that it's it's okay not to appear to have all of the answers. It's okay to have your own um, vulnerabilities and insecurities. Um, you don't have to appear to be right all of the time. And I think, you know, unfortunately, when you're when you're new to the leadership role you you know you often feel as though you have to have every single answer um at your fingertips you need to be an expert in every field and and, and i think that's what the difference that maybe experience gives you i wonder whether you could actually comment specifically about the the last sort of six seven eight months and tell me what you feel have been the most challenging aspects of this crisis and, and how you and your business have responded to that I took this role up at the turn of the year, so December, January. So I think for me, it was a, a challenge in that, that there's no normality really in, in, in this role. It has been managing through this crisis. And I think in trying to form new teams uh, or form your team uh, in what is a remote world, that, that is a significant challenge, I think, for for a leadership group. That said, you you find out how you can work, how resilient, how resourceful you can be when you're given um, the set of challenges that we've had over the last um, six to six to nine months. And I, and I would say the support that I've had within the organization here has been has been fantastic and has enabled us to do um, as well as I think we could have done in the crisis. We, we, we acted quickly. Our principal concern was always the health and safety of our of our employees that over overrode any decision that we took. And, and that sort of mantra um, stuck with us. I, I think the challenge not only for the leaders in this uh, through this pandemic period is not only what at work because at work you know we we moved quickly to remote working where we can made sure that we had a appropriate protective equipment for those people that were supporting critical infrastructure hospitals example but you know equally you had to be mindful that people weren't were sometimes stranded in different different countries were away from their from their families um, and that added an extra dimension of, of stress to to people and also the, you know the fear of people you know they're living uh, living with vulnerable parents for example you know that extra layer of risk and worry was something that people had to deal with as well so not only was it work but it was private life as well which impacted on people's ability to carry out their duties as they would really you know wish to do so i wonder whether over the over the period of, of the crisis your views and your your approach your philosophy of business that sort of thing gained over many years working in in various industries i wonder if that's been challenged at all by the circumstances of covid-19 in other words have you has it forced you to reassess or change your mind about things that's a, a really good question and you know maybe maybe now isn't the right time to answer it given we're sort of entering into second lockdowns in France and um, in the UK but what I would say is that my, my belief is that culture is is what drives um, organizations that level of respect and um, and sort of humility that you you want and and need in an organization in, in supporting each other you know my philosophy I think's been uh, it's been enhanced by this crisis I think you see the, the the real good in people and the care inside and and I I would say that my belief is stronger now that you need a very strong 
culture that is that is collaborative, that is empathic, and um, in order to get you through times like this. So, uh, I, I think it's confirmed what I thought. Um, I think it's also confirmed that you know it it it's taught them a, a lot of people, a lot of leaders and managers that um, I think, as I said earlier on, it's okay not to have all of the answers. It's okay to reach out and ask for help, uh, and and those lessons are important lessons for for, for people to learn. I wonder if you could give me any examples of your personal approach to resilience, uh, not just recently, but in all your years as a leader. I mean, do you, do you have any sort of habits or rituals, routines, that sort of thing, which you think help you to maintain resilience, help you to build resilience? Well, I'm a big fan of, of rhythm and rigor. So I, I, I like, um, you know, regular connectivity and, and communication time with both the leaders in, in my management team, but also the, you know, the, the, the leaders in, in, in our organization. So we spent I've spent quite a lot of time communicating with the top 80 or 90 managers uh, across EMEA with um, regular video stroke Skype stroke um, teams calls, you know, covering a range of topics, covering, you know, the crisis, how are they feeling, how are their teams feeling. So I think a high level of communication, regular communication, you know, conf even if you're just confirming um what's been said before is 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 truly important and and also to you know especially when the business um you know as most organizations around the globe experienced you see a dramatic drop in the business activity over a period of time it's really just to communicate to people that that's expected and it's planned so that you take that extra layer of uncertainty out you know it's 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 clear it's not great if you if your business activities drop but if you communicate that it was envisaged that it's within the the sort of best case and stroke medium case plans, then I think it just helps um, keep people less edgy and less nervy than they otherwise would be. Do you, do you have any uh, sort of non-work things that you that, that you do which you think maybe help with resilience outside of the office, as it were? Yeah, I mean, we've done two or three things. You know, the first thing on, on a management team is we have a, a senior management virtual drinks um, session on a Thursday evening. It doesn't, you don't have to have a drink, but it's a, a regular touch point for the sort of 14, 15 senior leaders in, in, in my team to just, um, you know, check in on each other and, and just, you know, I guess shoot the breeze, but it's a, a, a less formal and less structured, well, no structure um, call. Um, the, uh, we've also done um, for all of the employees um like a virtual coffee breaks you know where you can um you know get into a into a room with a group of people and just um have a chat and 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 talk about what's going on in their in their world in their life and we've done that two two or three times and you know with a, a large number of participants you, you quite quickly find out the ceiling for teams is 300 people when you're doing that sort of thing so but it really is to to keep the connection and keep the connectivity with all of the teams. And I think the other thing that I've done and, and I've encouraged other leaders to do is just to either, it's just to pick up the phone and call people, especially if you see something um, that people have done, you know, a, a great job on, just, just take the time out and just ring them up and say, thanks. And it's not a, it's not a hierarchical thanks. It's really just a, a human to human. Thanks. You know, it's, it's important. And what about you, Steve? What does Steve Buick do to recharge the batteries and to, to make sure you're ready for Monday morning when it arrives? 
think it's important that you can that you switch off and you take time out for yourself you know i've got um a really supporting family and we'd even even when we were separated in in three different continents we'd we'd have regular a regular video call for the family with a quiz on a on a sunday night um i sort of re fell in love with cycling again um albeit at my age with a bit of an e-bike so exercise and and, and talking to my family and then also under sufferance really from uh, my wife making me watch a little bit of tv so i think we watched the blacklist from start to finish in uh, on netflix so it, it really was just taking time out switch off uh, and do some stuff that isn't isn't work related i wanted to ask you now a little bit about your teams you've talked a lot about your teams and how you uh, how you communicate with them and how important that is to you and i wonder whether you feel that something that you you need to do as a leader is have a very positive influence over your teams so in other words you help to equip them to be resilient as you are so you give them you pass on some of those skills that's a really good point and and it's also something that i take a great deal of pride in in terms of if you can communicate and continue to communicate and also communicate positively even even when things um, are really tough it's quite easy to focus on the things that aren't aren't going well and you know one should do don't don't get me wrong but equally um it, it's also important to um, focus on what on what does go well and there's a an example that i use and i, and I forget the the specifics of it but there's a, an, an australian bunch of australians or two australians won the transla- transatlantic rowing race and they uh, and i put this in a, in a in a newsletter recently and at the height of a storm they had on their gps they were rowing together and they were really inexperienced and they rowed for something like 24 hours and and they didn't move on their gps they just didn't move they stayed in the same spot and they got on when the storm dropped. They got onto the um, onto the um, cell phone to their team, and their team said, "Whatever you're doing, just keep doing it, because you know the rest of the crews have drifted back, sort of 20 nautical miles, and they they won that race by the distance that they st- stood still in that 24 hours. So you know, I kind of say to people, you know, even when it's tough and you don't feel as though you're making progress, you you actually can be. I just our reference points for making progress change. I wonder if you think, based on your experience from you know, all those years as, as a manager and, and moving up into senior leadership roles, whether that business resilience that you've, you've obviously has helped you over those years, whether, whether you find that that is useful in your personal life as well. I mean, do, because obviously we all have personal challenges to face as well. I mean, I I'm not asking you to talk about those clearly, but, <laughs> but do you think in general business resilience can help with personal resilience? Undoubtedly, um, mindset is something I think is key to a lot of things in, in in life, and having a having a positive mindset, but one which which sets yourself quite hard goals to achieve, but doesn't get too upset if you if you if you fall short, but equally doesn't get too excited if if you achieve. So I, I think the, the answer is yes, it, it it clearly does, and and it's a consistency really. Uh, um, you know, I like to think I'm a de- I'm a determined sort of tenacious individual but that's one where from a personal perspective you know I've set, I set myself a difficult task sometimes it's okay to fall short of setting yourself a difficult task um, and but if you achieve you shouldn't be afraid to sit back and think actually that was uh, that, that's good that's cool I've achieved what I set out to achieve. 
Now, as you may know, these podcasts uh, came out of something called the Firestarter Forums, which are online group chats, discussions, talks that that Firestarter have been running since the lockdown began. And they've been very successful, very popular, and they're still running them now. I wonder whether you think that type of thing that that sort of you know the idea of getting together with like-minded leaders or not necessarily like-minded but other leaders can be helpful to again to maintain resilience and and to to sort of get things in perspective so in other words talking to people who are perhaps nothing to do with your industry and I wonder whether you've ever done that over the years as a leader to sort of try and get a different perspective from somebody on a different side of the of the world or a different side of industry or that sort of thing yeah it is something that we've done and I do think or I've done and I do think it's it helps because generally if you know in the work environment you spend most the day talking to your colleagues so that people either within your organization or within your group for want of a better expression so actually talking to and listening and learning from from other people especially in in really challenging situations can help with self-confidence um it can also help with um you know understanding you know whether the direction of travel that you're undertaking is the, is the right one or not and i think ultimately can help with your own mental health um because you really do need to take care of that as well uh, you know especially in this coronavirus um world it's one of the things that you have a responsibility for is, is your own health as well as those of your of your staff and your colleagues before we finish steve I'd, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the future in the sense that obviously one of the major things that you have to do as the boss is planning you know deciding what's the strategy where are we going next you know what's what, where are we going to be in a year or two or three or five years time i would have thought that that must be particularly challenging at the moment because there's so much uncertainty about where we're going and you know how long lockdowns are going to last and when things are going to start to return to normal so i wonder how you deal with that how do you plan ahead in a situation like this I mean, my team gets sick of hearing me saying you need a plan to adapt a plan. So you need to continue to plan. You do need to continue with that rhythm that you have as an an organization. Uh, And you also need to plan to do the events, to do the visits, to do the the meetings or the the communications that you, you would normally do. And I think it's important to do so it is more difficult you know I think as I said you know I sort of in coming into this role normally I would have traveled and and, and met with teams various teams uh, around EMEA and uh, you know apart from for the first six to seven weeks I haven't been I haven't been able to do that but we still when we continue to plan to do when we when we can we have a uh, what we call a, a general meeting which is sort of our strategic planning meeting we have each year which is at the end of January beginning of February for the sort of 70 or 80 90 leaders in the organization normally it's a, a physical meeting this year we've switched it to a to a virtual one um, but we can still do some of the neat things that one one does in those and um, meetings you know virtually it just needs a little bit more creativity so you need to plan but be prepared to be able to replan that according to the circumstances and just be pragmatic about it if you if you have an event and normally you have a hundred percent attendance and you you can't guarantee more than 50 or 60 percent of the people being able to get there switch it for the benefit of everybody to a virtual um a virtual meeting you can get everybody 
back together again when when you know when travel becomes more normal whatever that looks like so have a plan be pragmatic and, and don't get too stressed if you have to change things quite late notice it's the it's, a, it's certainly a normal practice i think uh, that we've got into in the last eight months uh, and i think we'll continue to do so for the next um, six to eight months certainly well thank you steve that's great advice and thank you again for joining us on the podcast you've been listening to the resilient leader podcast with my expert guest steve buick chief operating officer at Dormacaba in switzerland who's been sharing some of his leadership resilience ideas with us if you've enjoyed the podcast and found steve's insight useful then why not join us on one of our Firestarter forums that i talked about in the podcast they're held online on the second thursday of every month they're completely free of charge all you've got to do is register on the Firestarter website at www.firestartersolutions.co.uk we look forward to you joining us for our next podcast episode but in the meantime please subscribe and keep listening